Good morning, good morning. It's Dr. Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of Turning the Tide, the journey of releasing. What a journey it is, too, and what a tide it is we're living in. Sometimes the tides are more balanced. Well, they're always balanced, of course, in their own way, but sometimes they're calmer. High tide is maybe a little less high, low tide a little less slow, but right now, We're living with great tides of emotion, of thought, of change, of fear, of love, and of questions. Confusion maybe, but questions come out of this. And these questions are good. These questions are part of the journey of releasing. And this step today, we're going to really talk about another step, which is leave it uncorrected. Now, that's quite actually a revolutionary idea because one of the questions that always comes up as the tide turns, as a chapter in our life alters, as we go from one moment quickly to the next, maybe somebody passes away, maybe a relationship suddenly ends, or even not so suddenly Maybe a life direction is suddenly halted and we're pushed in or we're just switched, is a better word, into a new direction. And very, 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 very often the question comes up is, oh my goodness, what did I do wrong? What could I have done that I didn't do? What should I have done that I didn't do? And these questions plague us. Now, I'm not saying they're not valuable or useful. What should I have done? What could I have done? I mean, there is, of course, something to learn in all the rapid or the not so rapid changes. But as we constantly use these questions to torment ourselves, I could have done more. What should I have done? What could I have done? These, the natural learning, the natural growth and insight and understanding from the event eludes us. It's a strange contradiction. If we dwell upon these questions in a very calm way and in, a way of, and in the path of acceptance, which is what the journey of releasing is, it's really the way of acceptance... Not resignation, but acceptance. Those are two very, very different different things. But as we are calm about it, as we're not beating ourselves up over something, as we're not torturing ourselves and others over something that's a swift change, insight comes, understanding arises, and even growth is possible then. However, what we're going to look at today is how we use these questions to really, really punish ourselves and others. And it is really actually simply a way of holding on to what was. We're not going to let it go. We're not letting it go. We're holding on and we're using, we use a million, million tricks (laughs) to keep holding on to something that wants to leave or that has left. I see this again and again. For years, I worked with grief. I worked in hospice. And I worked in that with individuals, including myself, 
who are in that, that stage of not wanting to let go of a loved one, perhaps. Very common in this arena. And, and again and again, oh my goodness, if only such and such had happened. If only I had said that. If only they had done this. On and on. So as we recall and as we go over what happened, we're, we're really using it to torture ourselves, to punish ourselves, or to hold on to the way things were, to hold on to the relationship, to keep it in mind, to make sure the loved one, for instance, doesn't ever leave our consciousness at least. So in the journey of releasing, we take a different direction. This is, after all, turning the tide. We're letting the tide turn. When the tide turns, it's turning, and we turn with it, which is so interesting. And by what I mean by that is that we allow life to do what it does and don't use all our energy to oppose it, fight it, hate it, rage against it. Somehow I'm going to say one thing (coughs) very strongly. Yes, the tide turns suddenly. And yes, it will turn again the next day. If you stop fussing with the tide in your life, stop hating it, fighting it, fearing it, rejecting it, it will quickly, much more quickly, turn again in another direction. It's impossible for the tide to always stay in one direction. That is not the Tao. That is not the way of life. It's not the way things go. And we know that, and that frightens us. So we do everything we can to hold on to it. So the question that we're going to work with today, or the the releasing step that we're going to work with today, is a very, very simple one and very powerful and very, very, very interesting one, too. This step is called, Can You Leave It Uncorrected? Wow, that's a huge question. Can you leave it uncorrected? Now, so much of our lives is about trying to correct something that's already happened, that's already gone. I want to go back and I want to relive it and I want to correct it. And I'm going to change it and I'm going to, I'm going to go back, back. It's always about going back, back, back. I'm going to go back and correct it. So we get fixated and obsessed with the past. And when we do that, we're out of the step with nature, with life, with reality. We're out of step with reality, with where the tide is right now. And memory is living our life. And pain is always, always inevitably associated with that. When we step out of reality, we are going to be in pain. We are. It's just the nature of the way the world works. We're going to be in pain if we're not, if we're, if we're stepping out of reality, if we're living in memory, if we're living, or even if we're living in future expectation as well. Trying to correct everything, trying to make the future different from the past, trying to make the past different from what it was. This is one of the great knots in our lives 
that keep us tied up and actually that prevent true correction from taking place. This is a very, very important point and a very fascinating point. Life does not get corrected. Events that you might regret, they repeat. Do you notice that? Over and over and over again. That's called also the wheel of karma. And in psychology, according to Freud, it's called the repetition compulsion. It's so interesting. We repeat traumas again and again and again. And we repeat them in order to make them turn out differently this time. But when we're lost in the repetition compulsion, in memory, in the craving to correct everything, nothing turns out differently. And you can notice that in your own life. People will get a divorce or they'll break up with someone and and they want a different kind of relationship. They want to correct the relationship and they try it again with someone else and somehow or other they unconsciously attract the same person again and again. I should say the same pattern again and again because they're trying to correct it again and again. So I'm not saying things cannot alter, change, and be corrected. In fact, they they do inevitably. They must. They will. But by our trying to correct things in the way that we do, we hold them stuck. We hold ourselves stuck. It's not part of the journey of releasing to, to do that. So this wonderful, wonderful step in the journey of releasing, let's just... Give it a little trust. As I said, there's nothing here to believe. It's just I'm giving you different steps to work with in the journey of releasing. Try it for yourself and find out for yourself. Isn't that lovely? What a relief. It's not a belief system. This is not a belief system. This is a practice. Try it for yourself. Some steps may not resonate with you at all. They may not even be effective. And others may just hit it on the spot, hit it on the nose. So let's try this one together and see how amazing it is. As you work with it, you'll probably see, oh my goodness, most of my days and nights are about correcting, correcting, judging, fixing, changing. Okay, so think of something now. We're going to do it together on on the podcast together. Think of something that you that happened, that you might regret, that you wish you could correct. Just just feel that, experience that. Just allow yourself to really experience it for a moment. Don't run into your mind about it. Don't run away from it. You wish you could correct it. Okay. And let yourself feel how much you wish you could correct it. Just experience that. We're talking now about experiencing something, not thinking about it. Just experience that. And now, just in the midst of your experience, could you let go of the feeling of wanting to correct it, just for now.
Can you leave it uncorrected? That's an amazing question. You might say, no, everything in you wants to correct it. It's like a cry from deep within. Everything in me wants to correct it. And in the journey today, we're asking you, okay, I hear that. We're not going to repress that wish, that cry, that urge. Okay, everything in you wants to correct it, to change it, to make it right. But for the moment, just for the moment, I'm asking, just for now, can we let go of wanting to correct it? Can you leave it? Uncorrected. Just leave it. Let it be uncorrected. Let it be as it is or as it was. Thank you. Just stay with it. Just stay with it. Allow it and stay with the whole experience. As you say, yes. And you stay with the experience, you'll notice that experience is changing by itself, right under your eyes. A lot of your anguish about it might be changing as well. By the way, leave your anguish uncorrected as well, or whatever feeling comes up. You know, We feel we're so smart. We know how things should be, how they should turn out, everything. It's up to us. We we know better than life itself. But that's the way it turned out at that moment, at that time. So what do we do? We go and judge ourselves for it harshly, very harshly. Or we judge the other person involved in this situation very harshly. There's a bitterness that comes. None of that. None of that is useful. Not the least bit useful. In fact, it's the opposite of useful. It ties us in knots. It creates all kinds of blocks in our lives. And it prevents the situation from being corrected. Because when we step out of the way, when we experience what is and what was, when we're accepting of it in that way. I'm not going to say we say it's right because this is not about right and wrong. We're not in the mode of judging this was right, this was wrong, this was good, this was bad. We put that to the side now. We're just experiencing it when we're willing to experience it fully, which is very brave. Life has a way, an incredible way, of correcting everything by itself. And it knows much better than we do. The wisdom of life is way beyond anything we personally can imagine. If you get a cut, it heals. You couldn't have healed your cut. You don't know how to heal your cut. The wisdom of life knows. If you eat a meal, your body digests that meal. It absorbs the nourishment. It discards the waste. Do you know how to do that? Not at all. In the journey of releasing, we are surrendering to the wisdom of life itself. And what a beautiful, beautiful 
gift that is to ourselves and to all beings that we interact with. It's the bitterness within, the sourness, the refusal to accept our experience that is causing it to repeat itself again and again and again. It's as if uh, we refuse to digest our food. We just refuse. So what would happen? It will repeat on us. We'll get heartburn. It won't get digested. It is exactly the same thing with our experience when we're refusing it, judging it, correcting it. We're not digesting it. And we cannot digest it. And our life is filled with heartburn and blocks of all kind. So this is the, this is the step for today. Can you leave it uncorrected? Now, don't go into your mind about it or your head about it. Just experience it and leave it uncorrected. And that means don't judge yourself for it. Don't judge the other person for it. Just experience it as it is or as it was. As you do that, you make room for the tide to turn within yourself, within your own life, and for correction, true correction, true harmonization, true harmony to take place. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, And thank you for your beautiful emails, which I cherish, and I love corresponding with you. And the website for this podcast is www.bestselfbooks.com. There are many steps in our Turning the Tide podcast. Some people like going over one. Some people like listening to many. Whatever works for you, please enjoy. Thanks again, and... Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye-bye. This is Brenda Shoshana. By the way, you know, I just wanted to say one thing. Many years ago, I wrote a book, I think it's still available, called Fearless, Seven Steps to Peace of Mind. And it has many of these principles contained in it. It might be very useful in your journey. Okay, thank you. Bye.